This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. Steve Oster hanging out with the lovely Mary Goulet. Hello, Hello. Mary Goulet. Hi. We got the one and only Richie Ote. What's your baby? How's it going? How's man, it going, really, really, really good. And uh, and I got to say, I'm super excited about this, uh, this episode today for a, a number of reasons, not the least of which is um, I've got to try to figure out how to get these headphones to work and so I can... <laughs> You hear myself. Yeah, no, they're good. As long as it, it sounds good on your end, I'm fine. I'll you just, sound it's, it's, I, lovely. I don't need to hear myself any more than I already do. So I, uh, I, I will just leave that alone and just, uh, yeah, exactly. It's just what we do here. And we go live, and this is what happens when we do live radio that we turn into our podcast is uh, anything can happen. And that's, uh, that's what I'm excited about, actually, uh, for the most part here while we do it live, because anything can and uh, anything does happen here, which is good quality fun. So if you're joining us here for the first time, on Reinvention Radio, and this is a great show to join us for the very first yeah, time. Yeah, because anything can happen. It, because anything can happen, exactly. So if you're joining us for the very first time here on Reinvention Radio, welcome. And uh, for those who have been reviewing and rating and subscribing to the podcast edition of the show, awesome, and thank you so much for that. If you have not yet rated and reviewed the show, uh, please do, because we occasionally pick out some random reviews and uh, send some cool swag over to you. And so, uh, swag, swag, mm-hmm. swag. We know swag. I want yeah. swag. You have swag. I want, I want you didn't get like, for no. instance, like a new media summit t-shirt. That would be a perfect no, example no. of nope, some good swag. I want to get to the, you interview. didn't get a shirt. I oh. want the interview. You want All right, the interview. We're going to go to the interview. That's right, why fine. I said so anything can happen. You yes. guys missed it because I'm saying because anything can happen. Yes. That's why we want to listen to this interview as much as possible because it's all mindset, people. All right, good point. See, Richie's on another level. He is. On Sheesh. another level. And, well, I got to uh, pull you back in after the summit. I realize I got to pull it back in myself. You do. Rain so that. So I'm pulling bitch. it in all of us. Yes. Rain let's get Bruce on. Bring in. Bruce up. All right, let's bring Bruce up. But don't forget, you can join us live every Thursday from 12 until 2 Pacific. You can join that feed at reinventionradio.com, and you can even join in on the conversation at 866-977-2346. All right, so let's do exactly that, which is let's bring up our own icon of influence, Mr. Bruce Langford. And uh, actually, let's just bring Bruce up. Wait, bring, uh, bring Bruce up. Okay, Bruce, uh, let's see. Uh, Bruce, you there? Oh, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here, and I'm not about to be normal because I didn't come to die. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. You listen to that. This is good. We cannot have any of that. All right, sweet, man. So welcome to Reinvention Radio. Really, really glad that you are here. Oh, it Um, is cool to be here. This is great. Yeah, man. Well, appreciate you being here, and uh, let's jump straight into things because we've got a lot of ground to cover. And Richie, you're already jumping out of your chair. Yeah, i got a quick question. Yes, please, do it. Is this guy a professional podcaster or something? Sounds like he's got a pretty good Mike. Sounds like he sounds. Does he sound like, like an icon? Yeah, an he icon sounds like an influence. icon. Over <laughs> yeah, man. All right. So, look. You, yes, you joined us at the New Media Summit, and thank you so yes, much I for did. that. And I believe that you were able to find some folks that would actually feature on your show. But for those who don't actually know you and and your show, uh, first of all, what is the name of your show? And, and give us kind of the thirty second. Uh, who is Bruce Langford? Well, the name of my show is, and it's nothing to do with normal. Can, can, so we, can we give him at that. least two it's minutes? Not going to be. We're no, gonna, he doesn't get two minutes. For the next two minutes, because yes. he's an icon. Exactly. Are we make no more two minute deal? pitches. Thirty oh, seconds. Geez, we're cutting Bruce, it down. We, they're, uh, they're cutting it down to twenty five percent of what everybody else I did got. Not come here to die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm Bruce Langford. My my podcast is 
mindfulness mode and that's not about being normal mindfulness mode is about making sure you're like not normal you're grounded you're centered you're focused and you know in this day and age that's not necessarily normal because so many people are not grounded and are not focused. But you know what? I figured out those people that are like so successful out there, like those ones that are like nailing it. Well, it turns out they're all doing something to be, I don't know, like focused, to be centered and grounded. They're all doing something. And whether it's, you know, they're taking a 30-minute jog every morning or whatever, they're meditating. Well, that's what we talk about on my show, Mindfulness Mode. We talk about how you get centered. How do you get centered, Steve? Uh, I, I think that's making the assumption that I actually do. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to jump in that time. Yeah. Now, now if you ask my question of Mary and, and of Rich, there might be a more reasonable answer there. But uh, actually, Mary, how, how do you get grounded and, and centered? Actually, you, you've probably got the best answer out of all of us, although Rich might be a close second. I pray Hail Mary's. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> that's how I do it. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. It's what magical. About what about you, Richie? I, I start with a breath out, usually. Mm. Out. Oh, how do you start with a breath out? That's impressive. Most people, yeah. uh, It's. I personally think it's more important to go out first. Exhale. If you if you try to breathe in first, it's kind of just like own grabbing stuff. I don't know. It's just my own little weird thing. It's Bruce's show, but yeah, Bruce, I'll give you one of my richisms, and you'll probably understand. Uh, You may have heard me say it at the conference. There, it's. uh, I I believe we're a sack of chemicals that thinks about thinking, and we're basically all chasing serotonin, oxytocin, dopamine, and adrenaline and running from cortisol. And the way we treat those chemicals affects our thinking, and the way we think affects those chemicals. So Mm -hmm. I – I like that Richieism, and you know what? I've heard people say, you know, I had a a rough morning. You know, we were out partying last night, and I feel like a sack of – but yeah. they don't say what you just said. They don't say, <laughs> I feel like a sack of chemicals. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so to, to that end, I, I mean, look, you, you've had a pretty interesting go over the years, but let's, I, w- I want to take it actually a, a number of steps back because, I mean, you've had your own series of reinventions over the years. So give us a sense of, uh, of early Bruce, like, like, early career Bruce where where were you at because the work that you're doing now is not the work that you started with so take us back to where you kind of started down the path well I've been yeah I've been reinvented a couple of times I I always loved music when I was a kid so when I was 16 I saw an ad in the paper and I thought oh I could get a job I could be paid for this I mean I didn't know even what the word entrepreneur was, but I thought, well, maybe I could go out there and be paid. So I answered this ad and I got this job that was kind of like entrepreneurship. I was playing music all the time and teaching people. And what doing was the stuff instrument like of choice? That. What were you playing? And well, I was playing the piano and the organ because the job was I was a church musician. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that that was something that I kind of liked. I kind of had fun with it. Mm-hmm. And then I did other music. Like I played in clubs and I played in bars and I played for parties. And then I started this business where it was called a time for music. And I booked other entertainers to play music. And so I was really going with that. And then I, I met somebody and she was a musician and I could book her too. And that was kind of cool. So mm-hmm. that was kind of like 
my my first entrepreneurial thing. And then I thought, well, you know, maybe I should have something a little bit, you know, how society says, you know, you got to get out there and get a normal job. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't want to come here to die and talk too much about being normal. But I thought, well, I should I should be normal. I guess I thought that because I got a job as a teacher. But I, I decided to go to university and take a, you know, get a music degree, which I love music. So mm -hmm. I guess it made sense to get a job as a music teacher. Mm -hmm. And my goal was kind of the opposite, I think, of a lot because I did I did not have a good relationship with a lot of my teachers growing up. It just wasn't one of those feel good situations. And I wanted to be that teacher that would make a difference for kids, that teacher that was not like all the other teachers, that teacher that would help the underdog or help you if you're having a rough time in school. And through music, I could really do that. Mm -hmm. And so I did that for a long time. And then I guess I still noticed the underdog because I saw that kids were getting bullied and it was all being swept under the carpet by the principal and the administration. And I thought, you know, somebody needs to do something about that. And I was looking in the mirror at the time, I guess, because I thought I'm the one. I'm the one that needs to do something. So I just put together a, a program. And of course, it was a musical program being uh, passionate about music. And I got out there and I, I did drama and I did role plays and music. And uh, well, it was 2003. So people didn't talk about bullying at that point. Mm -hmm. But boy, the schools really needed something. And I found that out because they hired me left, right and center so that I became a full time entrepreneur in 2005 and uh, never looked back. So well, one uh, sec, this is Richard. So was this like a a one-man show, Bruce, where you like going into schools, kind of doing some kind of in the auditorium for the kids or something? Exactly. It was a one-man show. I had an Sweet. assistant who came with me, but I was the the presenter and, and performer. And the thing was, I had never done acting. I had always done music, but I thought, how am I going to grab the attention of the kids? And I thought, ah, I got to do something different. I got to create an alter ego. I can't just stand there and, you know, tell them things. And so I decided to be a DJ. I thought, you know, I got to be a little zany and crazy. Mm -hmm. And so I was a radio station and I was ATFM radio. And that was the the business that I had had before, a time for music. I thought, ah, oh, what the heck? I'll use that for my, that'll be my radio nice. station, ATFM radio. And I was Benny DL, the crazy DJ. And I'd jump around <laughs> and I'd these crazy nutty things. I tell, have it all set up in the gym like a radio station. We're doing a live on location, you know, mm. right here. And we're, we're, we're going to go on a second. You know, we got to count down. Come on, kids, let's count down. And we do a segment and then we'd go to commercial. And I, so I had the monitor there and everything on air and, you know, standby. And then we go on commercial and I'd I'd ask them all the questions because, of course, we had callers call in. We talk about the concepts, you know, what do you do if you're getting picked on and all that stuff. And then we'd have the commercial. And I'd give out prizes like every radio station, you know. Yeah, and nice. uh, so this was something that was really in demand because once once people heard about this, it's, you know, it's a kind of a presentation that the kids are are really into mm -hmm. and they really remember it they really remember the concepts yeah so it, oh. yeah it's so it's what we're gonna have to do so speaking of, of radio and, and commercials and the whole nine we're gonna have to take a quick break here on reinvention radio and uh, we will be back with bruce langford as we're reinventing mindfulness here on reinvention radio and more right after this 
You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're at a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Ulcher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting TheReinventionWorkshop.com today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to TheReinventionWorkshop.com. That's TheReinventionWorkshop.com. And now, back to Reinvention Radio. Here's your host, Steve Ulsher. All right, welcome back to another edition here of Reinvention Radio. Steve Ulsher hanging out with the lovely Mary Goulet. Hello, Mary Richie Ote. What's up, baby, baby? And uh, we are talking to the one and only Bruce Langford today here as we are reinventing mindfulness. And, uh, and before, you were so rudely interrupted by the actual <laughs> commercial breaks there. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. We're, we're, we're starting to... You know, we're trying to reinvent radio as it is a little bit, and we may actually just figure out a way to take out the commercials altogether and just use that time here on the station in terms of just using what well, we'll buy that time ostensibly for uh, for ourselves and just run straight through. So I don't know. We're, we're kind of toying with some things there, too. I am, too. Because I hate the idea of you being cut off mid-sentence like that. Me but too. bottom line is you're acting like a clown. You're doing your commercial thing. You're getting the kids' attention. You got the radio thing going. And so, Richie, you were saying something interesting over, over the break, though, about how you kind of use that as the hook to, to get in. What were, you, what were you saying about what Bruce was up to? Yeah, I was loving it. Well, we're, while this is a standalone interview with Bruce, Bruce also was at New Media Summit, and he was yeah. an icon. Yeah. And so as I'm listening to this, and we're only, what, now a week out from the meet and greet. Yeah. And it, I was thinking about, you know, he was wise enough to realize, boy, the attention span of these kids, they're, although they're very smart, you know, you got to have your hook. Mm-hmm. And so it was one of the things we were talking about at the summit. And I'd imagine, Bruce, just in mindfulness in general, you have to have the attention of the audience, even if that audience is yourself. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. You have to have the attention in this day and age. It's even more difficult to do that. Mm-hmm. And so mindfulness in and of itself, just so I'm clear, when you use the term, uh, what what exactly do you do you mean by that? Because I know you cover a lot of ground on your show, but what what do you mean by mindfulness? Well, I mean being focused on now, like what's happening right now, not worrying so much about what just happened, not worrying about what might happen, which is what stresses a lot of people out. But just thinking about the now, and the other thing about it is not judging. And that means not like not judging situations, not judging people, mm-hmm. you know, like we look at somebody and we jump to some conclusion and then later you go, oh, maybe that's not such a bad person after all, mm-hmm. you know, not judging people. But what happens when you decide not to judge is that you stop judging yourself, which mm-hmm. is the biggest problem in this world, I think, is people judging themselves and just shutting themselves down. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so that's what mindfulness is to me. Mm-hmm. So in a practical sense, this is Mary. How do you teach that? Is it through meditation? Is it through a process? 
Well, I teach it in a number of ways. And that is, you know, you know, when I'm with kids, the whole idea is to start with teaching them about what's happening right now. And you can teach that in so many ways. Like, uh, you know, if you, you give each child a raisin and they just, you know, look at it and then they take a few minutes and they just put it on their tongue. And this is a sort of a common mindfulness thing, but you can really get the focus of kids if you're doing something like that. And then you just take your time and you're, you know, kind of breathing with it. You'd be surprised how quickly they respond to you. And all of a sudden, you know, you've got their total attention and you could be using something that's like really unusual. A lot of times I'll use uh, some kind of a strange instrument, musical instrument that they might not have seen before or something. And, and I'll say, you know, listen to this and just get their focus on that one place. And eventually I'm able to teach them that this is a way that they can rid themselves of anxiety just by being aware of focus and how they are in control yeah. and nobody else is. It, here it ties it in again, Mayor. It it's back to we when we interview people, we've realized uh, immigrants tend to have high success, right? As an entrepreneur, they're probably highly aware because they're not used to any of these things, so they're hyper mm-hmm. aware of. They the look now. at every raisin, well, and then then well, <laughs> and then and then the DJs too. Now we can add to that equation. Yeah. You guys pay attention to the now, like nobody's dancing. Right. We got to right. mix it up. Yeah, yeah the like, energy in the room is falling yeah. or something. Yeah. Right, right. And, and, I, and I will say this. I mean, it's really interesting to me when you talk about being judgmental because my, you know, my Steveism, you got your Richieism, I got my Steveism. My Steveism is, it's like, it's not a question of whether or not I'm going to be judgmental today. It's simply a question of what I'm going to judge. <laughs> like, there's, no, there's no question at all. And that judgment could even be myself. I mean, right? I mean, there's, yeah. there's, there's no doubt at all about that. So is that part of it in terms of being is it a is it for is it a forgiveness thing? I mean like how do we because I can see how just being judgmental about the past or being judgmental about the potential for what's going to come down the line in the future, I can see that can really skew your your day to day on it. So what are some of the practices then I'm not sure that I could focus on a raisin. What what can I do? <laughs> <laughs> I just be eating that bad yeah. boy, I'd be like putting in my mouth, getting my belly. Yeah. So so weird. <laughs> you gotta focus At least on your he's microphone, honest, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> I take that whole box of sun made. I'm just dumping the whole thing. Like I don't even look yeah. at the raisins. I just dump the whole thing in my mouth. So what? What can a guy like me do? Yeah, well, you know, with with a guy like you, actually, There's probably, no <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna make more headway with you because you're a guy that kind of leads the way. You you sort of set the the pace for everybody else. And I'm going to focus on you first when I'm in a room and I'm going to think, okay, what makes this person tick? What is it that this person's impressed by? And it may not be raisins. It's something else. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, with you, it may be a microphone or it may be something else, something that grabs your attention. And when you, after you've spoken like 17, you know, a hundred times, you start to pick these people out from Mm -hmm. a group. And you start to figure out, okay, I'll find something. And then you you all of a sudden realize, you know, it's a hockey card or something. Mm-hmm. And then you get the person to focus on that or you mention something related to their interest. And all of a sudden you see it. You've mm-hmm. got them, mm-hmm. you know. So that's the kind of approach I take. 
Yeah, well, let, let's do this because I, I think actually, wait, did you say we got uh, Mark is on the line? Is that, let's, I think Mark had a, a question for you, Bruce. Let's, uh, let's okay. bring Mark up. What's up, Mark? How are you doing, brother? Hey, hey, uh, it's Mark Rako, one of your uh, What's up, participants amigo? in the Good Hi, Mark. New Media Summit. We all hey, say guys, hello. How are you? Hey, 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 what's going good. on, Mark? What's up, man? Hey, I just thought I'd pipe in here, say hello, and uh, sure, I'll ask a question of Bruce. Please if, do. Uh, sure. if that's what you like. Yeah, uh, please do. So, hey, Bruce. Uh, yeah, hey, The question is, uh, how do you uh, integrate mindfulness into your work as a podcaster? How does, from your perspective as a host, yourself, how do you integrate mindfulness into something you're doing yourself when you're teaching others to be mindful? Well, one of the things, Mark, that I do is I meditate every morning, and and uh, that really helps me to be a better listener, for one thing. Mm-hmm. It really helps me to kind of get on the same page every day, because if I didn't do that, like I'm telling you, I'd have, I have so much stuff going on in my brain all over the place, and I'd be thinking, I've got this to do, I've got that to do, but it just kind of tends to help me calm down and feel focused, and and then like even before an interview... I'll just take a couple of minutes and just breathe deeply and just shut my eyes and just have a little bit of a a breather time. And it tends to make a big difference to how that interview goes because, you know, it's all about listening, being Mm -hmm. a good listener. And the more I can do that, and I think that's a part of mindfulness, Mm -hmm. then the better the interview goes. You know, does that make sense to you? I mean, mean, even down to how he... He said, well, I'm not going to, he being Bruce, um, said, well, I'm not going to be normal because I don't plan on dying <laughs> today, right? That's, dying. that's Bruce being mindful right there, right? Totally <laughs> present for the intro. So let, oh. let, me, let me ask you this. I mean, in terms of mindfulness, and obviously there's a lot of folks who are into that whole Eckhart Tolle thing and, and the power of now is is that uh, an is that someone who's been an influence in your life? Is that how you ended up down this path? How how did you end up down this path of mindfulness? Well, because I was traveling to uh, so many places to do presentations, so I I thought, well, my assistant should do my driving. So I had a driver, and then I sometimes just listen to podcasts and listen to shows. And that's how I, I started. And I started with this, this one person had this, like, it was like a training thing for business people. And, and then he said, well, there's, there's three words and I'm going to share those with you, but first, and then he would teach you a whole bunch of stuff. And he said, in the next segment, you know, there'll be more. And he didn't share the three words until the very, very end. And I, I didn't know about mindfulness way back then. And I didn't know, you know, some of this stuff that I teach now, but the three words, you're probably dying to know what they are. I suppose I should wait until after the commercial. No, you had, you have exactly 66 (laughs) seconds. Go. Oh yeah. Well, the three words that he finally told were be happy now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he talked about it and what it really meant. And yeah. so that's where I first started learning about all this stuff way back then when I was uh, traveling to all these uh, yeah. venues. Well, we're, we're going to have to take a break here, but you do have time yeah. to answer this in, in you know roughly 30 sure. seconds or so. But I mean, let's be honest here. Is is happiness, is it a choice? Like, do you think people can actually choose to be happy? 
Well, I think a lot of the time you can. And I think the big thing is choose for contentment because as human beings, you know, we're just not always up there in that happiness place. Mm -hmm. That's just not realistic. Mm -hmm. The happiness is good sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but we do choose for sure. We make a lot more choices than we realize. Yep. All right, fair enough. So we'll have to take another quick break here on Reinvention Radios. We're talking to the one and only Bruce Langford here as we are reinventing mindfulness. And uh, and I'm going to take a quick breath. So, like, uh, let's all just breathe together. Ready, Mary Galay? Ready? Ready? <gasps> okay, so there we go. So now I feel more mindful, actually, just like that. It's just that simple. All right, really cool. All right, we'll be back with Bruce Langford here on Reinvention Radio right after this. One person has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives, and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What? Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process that has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com slash free. That's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free. And now back to Reinvention Radio. Here's your host, Steve Ulsher. All right, welcome back to Reinvention Radio here. Steve Ulsher hanging out with Mary Belay. Hello, Mary Belay. Richie Ote. What's up, baby? Hello. We've got Bruce Langford on the line here. Now, can I make a comment? Sorry. I, I would love for you to make a comment, but let me, can I just give Bruce yes. the opportunity to tell folks where they can find more information yes, out about him? All right. So Bruce, uh, other than the Mindfulness Mode podcast, where, where is the best place for people to get more information about you and what you're up to? Well, you can just go to my website at mindfulnessmode.com and everything's right there. Sweet. All right, Mary Galay, please. So, Bruce, go back in the last segment. You mentioned the contentment piece. Can you just reiterate that once? Because I have a teeny tiny story about an experience. Oh, go ahead. Cool. Yeah, I'd love to hear that, Mary. Yeah, well, this is the thing. I, you know, there's this push these days, you know, that it's all about happy, happy, happy. And it's good to be happy. Let's face it. Who doesn't want to be happy? But the thing is, wouldn't it ultimately be better to have a sense of contentment where, you know, you, you make more choices. Yes. You want to be happy at times. Of course we want to be happy most of the time, but the, the, the truth is that sometimes, you know, we're a little kind of more on our quiet downtime and, and we want to be content. Would you agree, Mary, that being content yes. is something that, you know, you'd want to go for? I'd love to hear your story. Okay. So a very dear friend of mine, um, I'm not trying to bring it down. You can but name it, me by name. No, okay. Well, you're my second very dear okay. friend. <laughs> so my very dear friend, Shonda. Oh, so you're talking about me. Yeah, no, right? Oh, my gosh, you guys. <laughs> see what I deal with, Bruce? <laughs> I see. Okay, so my friend, uh, her oldest daughter, who was four, fell out of a window through a screen Please. and passed away. Oh, my God. So I met with, I see her every year, a couple times a year. She comes out from Iowa to stay with me. Yeah. And... She was on my show. One day she came into the studio and we, you know, a show was about different things. Anyway, she said, since my daughter's passing, I always, tr I would have family gatherings, get together with friends. And I was just 
in search of joy. And there was no way I could ever feel joy because she's gone and she couldn't be here. But she said, I did realize that I could feel contentment. And in a strange way, accepting contentment throughout her day and throughout the year gave her some semblance of joy. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. So I'm I was listening to a podcast. It was about that. The person had experienced a loss and they thought, you know, I just can't possibly be happy. There's no way. Like it, it's ridiculous to even think about it. But yeah, that person could find a certain sense of contentment. Mm-hmm. That another Richieism via grandpa's, a grandpa'sism was uh, he used to always say to me, know what enough is. Because if you know what enough is, you can always have more. But if you always need more, you can never have enough. Yeah. So I was just backing up your point about contentment, Bruce, because it's, I think people, happiness is a moving target and it can be elusive. And then we feel like failures or we feel like we're not as able to manage our life as well as someone else. But I would rather seek contentment in the moment than what is the definition of happiness anyway? The Chargers yeah. won? Okay. Yeah. You know? So. Hopefully not. Exactly. No, I'm You're not right. a fan of Chargers. <laughs> the Vikings. The Vikings on, won, yeah. right? Right. But there is a study that says at the water cooler that people who go to work and their team won the Super Bowl will spend five minutes, ten minutes talking about the win. But when they lose, they'll spend an hour or the whole day keep going back to the loss. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yikes. All right. So, Bruce, let, let me ask you this, man, because, you know, we obviously want to help people establish some degree of mindfulness. Now, outside of, you know, maybe taking that deep breath or, or so on. I mean, you know, Mary has found uh, that uh, that place of solace in the, in the church. My wife, uh, as I shared with you, uh, when you and I had a private conversation, I shared with you that uh, she was uh, a Catholic who is now a, a practicing Buddhist. And, and obviously they practice well. Until I talk to her again. Yeah, thanks. Until they, <laughs> until, and, you know, and, and then they practice meditation in the uh, in the Buddhist temples there. Is that what what do you recommend? Like if somebody had to start and they're literally at ground zero right now, what what do you recommend that they do? to start tapping into some of these mindfulness-type strategies that, that I know you were able to leverage? Where, where do they begin? Well, I think a place to begin is just by meditating, and you don't even have to think of it that way. If that word throws you off, if you think, oh, you know, I just could never do that, just think, you know, I'm just going to take a little time out, a mental time out. Your brain needs a break, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like those batteries that have to be recharged. And uh, so, you know, just take two minutes in the morning and close your eyes and just don't even worry about just concentrate on your breath think about your breath in and out and don't worry about thoughts there are going to be thoughts that go through your head and the biggest mistake that people make is they think oh i can't do this because i got so many thoughts but thing is we all do and so it's so important to just let those thoughts go but 
do focus on your breath. Do let yourself just enjoy some quiet, whether it's three minutes or it turns into five or seven. And that's one of the best ways to start with mindfulness. And even in as little as three weeks, scientists have proven that, you know, our actual brain starts to change. You know, believe it or not, you know, those neuro pathways in our brain start to change themselves because we are letting our brains recharge, for lack of a better word. So, yeah, yeah just start that way. Yeah. Well, conversely, if we have a lot of, so I had this experience, so much stress on me, I let, I allowed so much stress that I right. think that changed my neural pathways. And now I'm unwinding yep. that mm-hmm. with what you're saying. Yeah, I think you're, sure. yeah, I think you're right. So much stress and anxiety does change your neural pathway. So you have to change it back. And another thing you can do is just, you know, take some time to journal and write things down. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, have a little time, you have a piece of paper and just start with, you know, what do I want? What am I looking for in life? And a lot of people don't really truly know, but you might be surprised if you just allow yourself the time and space, the things that appear on that piece of paper may surprise you. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, let me, let me ask you this, and uh, and you were really, really open and so approachable at the New Media Summit, and, and, and just the heart absolutely shines through from you, brother. Now, one of the things that I think makes us, we really are able to bond on this, and one of the reasons why I think that uh, the experience was so awesome for, for so many of the attendees there is because of that openness and that authenticity and just really being who you are. Uh, we're going to come up on the, on the end of the program here, but uh, in, in about a minute or less, what, g- give us an understanding of you know, just kind of going down that path of opening up your heart and sharing what's, you know, what's real for you. What, 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 what's that biggest struggle for you right now, man, that, that uh, if anything is keeping you up at night? Well, yeah, it's so important to just be real and be willing to be vulnerable. I mean, the thing with me is, I mean, there are always changes. I'm always looking for the next thing and, and everything else. So, you know, I'm I'm looking to do more um, consulting and working on that. So I'm working on, okay, how do I kind of transition into being more on LinkedIn and more into this kind of thing? Because that's something that's kind of new to me. But I just think, you know what, I'll just work at it step by step, bit by bit, and and it'll come. And I think that's part of mindfulness, too. Well, you couldn't have picked a better one than LinkedIn there, Bruce. I suck on LinkedIn, so we'll connect. Oh, yeah. And uh, what perfect one is because Reed Hoffman, he's part of the PayPal Mafia. He made LinkedIn after. He said, if you're not embarrassed by your first release, you waited too long. So we're, uh, we're following I'm in sufficiently good embarrassed. Yeah, right. So there, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're following the path, uh, right? All right. Well, Bruce, we're going to have to wrap here, man. But yep. uh, last 10 seconds, any uh, final words of advice for folks? Yeah, just uh, take that time. Give yourself a break. And, and you're worth it because then you will appear for the world as more of a shining star. Yeah. Awesome. Nice, Bruce. Thanks, Bruce. All right. Thank well, you, Bruce Mary. Langford, thanks Thank for you, joining Mary. us so much today. And of course, you can check out the Mindfulness Mode podcast and definitely recommend that you do so. And really uh, appreciate you, Bruce. Really love that you came out to join us at the New Media Summit. And we will talk to you guys next time here on Reinvention Radio. Take care, everybody. You just got dismantled. Thanks for listening to Reinvention Radio. For more information about the show and your host, Steve Olsher, visit ReinventionRadio.com. 